Hey, hey, everyone. It's Katie McGregor Bennett with another episode of Connecting Tech and Design. This morning, we're talking with Molly Switzer of Molly Switzer Designs out of Portland, Oregon. You'll hear all about Molly and what she does out on the West Coast there. But first, I wanted to take time to thank you for joining us on Connecting Tech and Design. This is a new podcast that's being launched really to dis discuss and explore the intersection of technology and design. And there's such a migration now in pretty much all aspects of our life of technology having a, a place in, in everything that we do. And this podcast is really kind of dedicated to the experience and, and how to optimize and enrich that at home, at the office, and in your personal lives. This is Connecting Tech and Design. Hey, I've got Molly Switzer this morning, direct from Portland, Oregon. Molly, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. It's, uh, it's a beautiful sunny morning out here. It looks like it is there too, at least from what I can see through the screen here. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. I was like, <laughs> I haven't actually looked outside yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get done with this and then we're all going to go outside, get out there and enjoy the weekend. Probably not. <laughs> I'm, totally, I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> work to do. <laughs> I know. I was like, my dad, my dad was like, you're not going to do any work, right? And I was like, it's Sunday. Of course I'm going to do work. <laughs> Because nobody else is bugging me today, so I can get a whole bunch done, right? Exactly. 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 Well, thanks for taking time out of your day. You know, we're both enjoying a cup of coffee. I think you've got to your coffee. I don't know what you have on my side, but cheers to you. Cheers. Um, we were talking a little bit before we got recording here, and uh, and I and I called you off. and like, oh, this is this is just too good. I, we got we got to start all over. So, for those that weren't in the room with us before we started, Molly um, is a fabulous designer in Oregon. I'll look, give have her give you a quick intro about who, sh who she is and what she does. But Molly's recently gotten involved in some smart home projects with a great emphasis on technology and design. And with that, of course, my ears perked up. So we wanted to kind of break down that, that project a little bit this morning. And, uh, and Molly's going to share some of the, the challenges, the solutions, and the overall awesome experience that her client now uh, is, is, is appreciating and, and uh, enjoying in their home. So without further ado, Molly, um, take a couple minutes, if you would, and kind of share with us who, who you are, what you do, and kind of what, what line of work you do and all that fun stuff. Yeah, so um, I'm a residential interior designer. Um, I specialize in kitchen and bath. Obviously, she, she mentioned I am located here in Portland, Oregon. Um, I do have my own firm, cleverly named Molly and Switzer Designs because I'm creative like that. <laughs> brand yourself, brand yourself. As you should, as you should. <laughs> Go with what you know, I guess. Um, and, uh, so my background comes from, um, design school. Um, I graduated from Oregon state university. Uh, I've got two degrees, one in residential construction and building, which is called housing studies, which I don't really think it actually exists anymore, but that's okay. Um, there's also, I have a degree in interior design and then, um, I specialized in kitchen and bath. So our school was endorsed by the national kitchen and bath association. So I've been involved with them since the get go. Um, since 2005 and um, really active in our kitchen and bath industry and like really looking outside the box of, you know, like here's where we are. We do kitchen and bath design. Obviously I do other parts of um, interior design because they typically just kind of bleed into other rooms that are connecting um, with our cascading effect of things that happen on a remodel. So I specialize mostly in remodel. I do some new construction, but um, a lot of my work is definitely difficult remodel in some of these older homes here in Portland, getting creative. Um, and we definitely, it's just, it's a one man, one lady show, I should say. Well, one lady show. Um, <laughs> so I do it all. And I kind of, I love that process because I like being involved in everything, but, um, everything that I do is solid design specification. Um, every once in a while I have to do a little bit of, uh, help 
with a little bit of project management, just in the sense of trying to get everyone organized on making sure that we're crossing the T's down the I's. But other than that, I try to keep my business model very simple. Um, and I love learning about product and I love learning, um, about how we can kind of push the boundaries of like what we're doing now and how we get involved and how do we work better with our trades to create a better project with our clients. So yeah. really what I love that process and how we can perfect that as far as, as much as we can, it's never yeah. perfect, but yes. how Hold do we it. create better communication and how do we, you know, how do we, everyone plays nicely in the sandbox to yeah. create the best experience possible for the end user, which is the client. So. Yeah. Well, that must be sort of what, what our common bond bond is because it's that sort of connecting the trades and, and, you know, I, I, as a communicator in my, in, in my regular life, you know, it's, it's all about helping people articulate a message and then, and, and help deliver that to the audience to achieve whatever the objective is. And, and I, I've seen a bit of a disconnect between the trades and it not, you know, not intentional by any means. I think it's just that the, the individual trades have been able to operate sort of as silos for so long because there wasn't necessarily an intentional crossover point that required them to play dice in that sandbox, you know, and, you know, I think there's sort of that contractor mentality a little bit of, you know, this is my project, this is mine, you know, and, and it just, you could, you could sort of see that it was building a bit. And as the more pervasive technology got from the AV side of the world, we hear, you know, kept hearing a lot of frustration of like, you know, they don't understand what we do. They don't know, you know, what we bring to the table. And it's like, yeah, but you're just not communicating. Right. So, um, so it's, it was great to you, to hear you say that. It's like, you know, good, okay. So it's, you know, we, I think we all kind of see that's that's what's going on. But, um, and that's why the podcast exists is to sort of help strike up those conversations and and work through those work through those challenges. So, so yeah. for that, I thank you. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's so, okay. So technology. So how is your world? How how is your design process and and um, sort of the experience that your clients are looking for? How has that changed over the last few years with technology kind of becoming more important in the, in the everyday lifestyles. Yeah. I mean, it becomes it before, you know, you know, learning from school, you know, learning through the national kitchen bath association, we had this whole checklist of like things that we needed to cover. We were like, you know, how many pots and pans do you have? I mean, like, where are we going to store things? All these questions that got very, very detailed, but there was never this conversation about technology. And we talked about how many lights you're going to have in a space, but now how do we connect all that technology? Um, so it's a whole, they're basically going to have to rewrite some of our guidelines because it's going to have to be part of the equation of how do we create a space and a place for this technology? Um, and how do we start? When do we start that conversation? And absolutely hundred percent. I think people are tired of hearing me say this, but it has to start from day one. Um, yeah because it's so integral to the entire project. Um, And it's a good thing to do that because it's a huge chunk of a budget. People have to anticipate that. And it's a lot easier to figure it out up front, (laughs) like in that design process. It's like, okay, if we have to wait a couple months to like figure out how to fund that or whatever, great. But you know, to do it right, you know, you're going to end up spending some money. Um, But I think the other part of that is also understanding that, even while the walls are open and like, maybe you don't have a really clear plan of what you want to do. You can still do the least expensive part, which is wiring. And that's so important for people to understand is like, you don't have to have all the bells and whistles like right off the bat. Um, But if you're planning for it and you get someone involved early, then you can actually, you know, you can evolve your project as you go or as you live in the home. Um, It's just, 
again, it just starts with planning. Yeah, yeah. So, and you've got a really good example of sort of how, how getting started at the very beginning um, is beneficial and, and sort of how that planning process plays out. Um, and walk us through the, 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 the smart home project that we were talking about a little bit earlier there and um, kind of from start, <laughs> from start <laughs> to finish. It is a fun story. <laughs> I love this story. Project. Um, it is a fun project. So I started on this project about a year ago. Um, no intention of it taking a year to plan and, and design, but, um, it kind of like many things sort of evolved and cascaded into a few different areas. Cause it's a pretty big open plan, um, as we started taking out more walls. So one of the big things that our, my client brought to me on the table was they said they do want to have technology as an important factor. And I always thought it was really important to kind of touch on like, everyone's got different reasons on why they want to bring technology to the table. Um, and I think that is a question that you need to ask your client. You know, you can have technology for technology's sake, but when you find out that deeper meaning of why you really start to get to know your client a little bit better. Um, and they're, they're honestly, the number one reason is like they said, well, eventually we're going to have grandkids and we want them to come visit us. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. And Everyone's got was, their reasons. <laughs> Everyone has their reasons. And, you know, like for me, that real, you know, that realization is like, they're super close with their family. So how do we create an atmosphere where family is the focus of this space? Um, and how does technology aid in that? Um, and so, you know, a year ago, I, I will be very honest, I, I was intrigued by technology, but I had no idea how the path was going to go down. Um, or what path to go down to really achieve that whole smart home technology atmosphere or knowledge or anything like that, because we just didn't have the tool sets in front of us open wide saying like, here's where technology lies. This is what happens. Um, it just doesn't exist really a year ago for me. Um, and it was honestly out of chance. I walked into the Bang & Olufsen showroom, which is around the corner from where I live, introduced myself, I'm in the neighborhood. I'm, you know, president of our local national kitchen and bath association. You're part of the design industry in one facet or another. I would like to get to know you a little bit better. And Jared um, took me under his wing and said, here's what we do. You know, we specialize in these high end um, music products as far as uh, speakers and, and TVs and the kind of the AV side of things. Um, he's like, but there's more to us. He's like, we're owned by another company. We're owned by a company called ProTech Solutions, who's been in the business for really forever. I mean, in the in the grand scheme of, you know, kind of AV life, it's kind of forever, which is what, you know, 20 plus years. <laughs> it's not 100 years because it wasn't necessarily part of the process 100 years ago. But in that year. It's been around a while. Been around I was a like, while. it was a while. <laughs> no one's, you know, decrepit in this. They're not that old, but... <laughs> Um, so it was cool to hear then the second layer of like, Oh, Oh, you do smart home technology. You've done AV stuff and, and, and your highlight is lighting. I think lighting is another thing that we don't necessarily talk enough about an emphasis in smart home. Like it's a huge part when you get the right companies. Again, I think it's sort of like being a kitchen and bath designer and we're kind of like technology, it's great, but we're sort of don't know enough about it. So, uh, and I think a lot of AV companies are like, yeah, we do lighting, but, uh, and if you find the right AV um, tech company that loves lighting, they rock at it. 
<laughs> and it's super exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you need what I'll interject quickly there is oh, yeah, now yeah. lighting is really becoming much, much bigger mm-hmm. a focus and emphasis in AV. And, and that mm-hmm. has started. So in that last year timeframe since, since yes. you got involved in this project and it's amazing how much of the front end of the conversation that now is becoming, yeah. and, you know, admittedly, it's also a bit of a, of a gateway too, right? It's a gateway mm-hmm. technology. <laughs> so, we can so, talk about gateway technology. Yeah. <laughs> I got that covered. <laughs> So, so I'm really glad that this was kind of, this was a, 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 uh, one of the components that really um, started to tie the project together. Carry, carry on. Yeah, no, I mean, again, part of that, you know, list that my client made of like, these are my wants and needs are, you know, I want excellent lighting. And so um, when I, I was like, Ooh, I found this company and I found, um, you know, I found a company that liked communicating with me and liked teaching me. And I think that's a huge, important um, good red flag. And when you're finding, you know, it's like, Oh, when you're looking for the right fit, a company that wants to work with a designer, because uh, let's be honest, we're kind of like the dumb kids on the block where we're like, I don't know anything, help me, you know? And when you get a company that wants to reach out or answer any questions that you have and are at the ready to be like, I want to help educate you so that we can sell some awesome projects together. Stick with that company. Because they're not all like that. Am I correct? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, I mean, as far as my experience, and, and they're all, you know, I've met a lot of very nice companies, but those ones that you really connect with, it's huge because it's so, again, the whole process of remodel and design and those kinds of things, it's so invasive to a client. Um, it's important to have really great relationships to kind of ease all of those things. So the tension's not there. If we can reduce any amount of tension on any level on a project, uh, that's crucial. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we went down this process of, you know, I was like, I found, I found this company and I'm going to, you know, we're going to send them out. And so we went out on site and to get the call from the client that said, I'm so excited about everything we're doing because he had the two page list of all this tech. And I was like, I know we can do some of it. I don't know what the heck you're even talking about on some of this. So, you know, I hate that feeling also, like when the client surpasses your knowledge of some of these things, and it's yeah. going to happen. And it just pushes you to be a better designer as long as you're paying attention. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still, as much as I can, try to be ahead of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough. Um, so, you know, like that feeling was um, really exciting just to have that feedback from the client immediately saying like, I'm so excited. I walked through this project with Dustin. He's so great and he's so responsive. Um, and then I took that time to kind of reach out to ProTech and I, I called and I said, hey, do you mind if I just come over and talk with you about the process so that I can understand it so that I can help you know, translate anything that I might need to translate um, and just kind of help with the ease of communication between you and the client a little bit, if, if, if at all possible. And I went over and, you know, he was, the team was great to give me a running um, kind of a mock-up of like, here are all the steps that we do. You know, this is what your client will be getting next week. And he showed me, obviously not theirs because they weren't done with it, but he showed me uh, an existing quote and to see the level of detail that came through for him, I was like, that's awesome. And that could be super intimidating for somebody to see. And he goes, we recognize that this is really intimidating. 
he's like, this is 35 pages of, you know, <laughs> black boxes and cords. Cause they, you know, they note every little yeah. thing that's going to go in there. Um, and they, you know, they label what each thing is. And, and he goes, we send these out and then we call the client and we go talk to us. Like when you have time to review this, give us a call because we know how confusing this is and we want to be able to walk every single process through. And if there's something that you don't need, we can take it off. But we also want to go ahead and explain why we put this on. And to have someone take that level of care is, is so awesome. Yeah. Um, I can't tell you the number of times I've had even just for simple electrical stuff with an electrician where they're like, I don't want to do this. Why are we doing, you know, I know you've gotten that. <laughs> Katie, don't lie to me. Yep. <laughs> you I'm just over here sipping my latte. Sipping her tea going, uh-huh. I don't know what you're talking about, Molly. Uh-huh. I don't know. And, you know, there, there have been amazing, you know, old men, gentlemen, um, electricians around forever and ever and ever. And they've done a great job of what they've done. But uh, it's that evolution process that I'm so excited to see. And, and working together hand in hand and understanding what kind of software they use to, to produce, you know, even just things like quotes or, you know, they're like, yeah, we use CAD cause we, we actually put together a lighting plan and I was like, Oh cool. And I can send you these and we can kind of integrate them together. So you're not having to like reinvent the wheel if you don't want to. Um, and again, it's, it's those relationships that are ships that are so important. Um, you just can't, you can't, um, can't put a dollar amount on that, I guess yeah. you can say. So yeah. they're, they're great emotionally for you as the designer, as well as the client and they're worth their weight in gold in what they do for a project. Um, and on top of that, it ended up that we ended up changing full electricians um, because they suggested someone as well. And he's, his team has been phenomenal. Mm. Um, and so the client is so excited about like how smoothly all the electrical has gone. And I'm not sure how many projects you've dealt with. <laughs> you've ever heard that conversation? <laughs> that, that's not typically, a, a, no, that's not a sentence we typically hear. No, I was, you know, being an hour away from this project, it's just like that peace of mind of, okay, I'm finding an awesome rock stars team that I am really excited to be able to move forward and be able to suggest for other contractors and clients. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those things I get really excited about because they make jobs enjoyable and they, they mean that I don't have to micromanage someone or, you know, worry yeah. about a small detail about, okay, you know, where are you going to put that? Uh, are you sure that's, a, that's not what we discussed? You know, they're yeah. very, they want to know how we want to do it to do it right for the client because they know that we've already had that conversation. So. Yeah. So in this scenario, so you brought in the integrator um, and then did the integrator then go on and have direct contact with the client and you guys worked in an adjacent role, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say, I I tried to be there. I tried to be there on those kinds of meetings, A, to like personally learn, um, but also, you know, if they have any questions to me, but these are, these are super great clients. They're pretty, pretty on it. Um, It's not always the case, but these clients were very, you know, they could take it on themselves and they knew that they could kind of take that on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. I felt really good about kind of releasing those conversations between them 
as yeah. needed. And I was kind of there as a backup consultant and if they need to get a hold of anybody. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that, and all just right around the corner from your house, which I think is so, yes. is so cool. You know, it's, it's always that, that, that thing of the world really isn't that big. A place yeah. To down no, to it, but, no, the yeah, world is right around the corner. I mean, especially here in Portland, but I was going to yeah. say like, we have a couple places downtown and, and yeah. this one was the one that felt, you know, the most comfortable for me. And I am super happy. I can, my dog loves going in there because Jared Jared now has treats at his place. So I'm like, all the better. <laughs> and my husband's sucked into that place now too. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Like, well, and it's a B&O showroom. So that's, that's good to have your husband be with yeah. really enjoying that like, space. Ooh, yes. He's ooh. like, yes, we'll have these speakers and these headphones every time we go in. I mean, he, Jared's so good to us. He's just like, yeah. here, take these headphones down while you're traveling down to wherever you're traveling. He's like, just oh. try them out and then we'll yeah. bring them back. That's yeah. fine. But see, and I, I presume in design that you do the same kind of thing. If you want your customers to embrace something or, you know, perhaps something that they might just not pick up and engage mm-hmm. with, you know, leave it with them for a couple of days. There's, 100%. there's a speaker manufacturer, Meridian, and <laughs> one of their things, they've got some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful experience um, speakers. And oftentimes their dealers will go out, set them up and leave them in the home for a week. That's and awesome. it's just, you know, just let you live your life and hear the mu- your music the way that you live your life in that after a week, then tell us if you like them. If you do, well then enjoy them because they're already in your house. And, you know, and that's, there's obviously a good yeah. strong sales tactic there too. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's true of most things where if, you know, you live it, try it on, try it on for size, live with it for a little bit and you either love it or you don't, you're you know, yeah. within a few days. So. Yeah. And I mean, we do that with appliances. Like that's one of my favorite appointments is being able to set up a time with the client once they've gotten to a point where they're like, okay, now we're ready to look at appliances and I go, okay, so bring a few essential things, bring like your favorite pan, bring something that you love cooking, you know, that you cook a lot of and you want to, or you're worried about or anything like that, you know, um, and we'll, we'll make an appointment with one of, uh, I've got a couple partners with, um, appliance showrooms and, and we go down there and we, we could, we just go cook. And that I is so cool. That's such that a so cool. I've never heard that. And I, yeah. I think a lot of designers, you know, we we go into these showrooms and they cook for us, but like it's it's a completely different experience to be able to take a client in and have them, you know, I was like, it's like, you know, it's it's playing before you're paying yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, and for you too on your side, I mean you're getting familiar with the products mm-hmm. as well, even though they're not in your in your home. I mean you can't have one of everything in your home as much as you Unfortunately. Love <laughs> Although every time I go to an appliance training, I'm like, and can I trade out? Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult in my world. I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, my entire house would be full of appliance if it was my way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And they keep evolving. You're like, I'm so excited about all like the multi-use appliances where it's like, you know, there's yeah Michael's got this cool 30 inch drawer it's like I can be a freezer when you want me to be and then you know let's go into party mode and it'll change over to a fridge I'm like yeah 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 okay so talk about this a little a little bit because so now okay we're gonna shift over and talk a little bit about trends and just things we're excited about so this whole all-in-one thing to me again I'm I'm outsider looking Mm -hmm. in I've only been on this juice for about mm, eight months now um so there's still so much i don't know and i'm just i'm so excited about it but but the all in one and so like the five six seven eight in one so how do we go from from a warming element to a to a cold element and like and functionally that that 
that works and and right i mean i mean okay there's nothing that quite does that yet that's the con i think that's like the end result the end result, end game right there. there but yeah i was like end game would be like i have you know my oven can can keep food cold until it's time to preheat it and i can start it and it locks down so that you can't open it whatever um but yeah, they're not quite there. Not quite not there yet. Quite there. Okay, wait for it. Okay. Yeah, it's like so just wait for it. Eventually, cool we'll stuff it. right now though. Yeah, there is some amazing stuff. I always kind of joke. There needs to be something like, and I'll do it. I'll do it one day because uh, no one else has done it yet. It needs to be like a little study on like if you were to take you know the quintessential like millennial pieces. There are a few key things that is like. You could sell them this every time. <laughs> One of them is like, I'm obsessed with an Advantium speed oven. Uh, so it's made by GE. So they, they carry it in their, uh, I think it started in their monogram line, but then, which is their luxury line. It is trickled down. You can get it in their, you know, profiles or cafe lines. Um, but it is a, a three combination oven where it's your standard convection oven. It is also a microwave. And it's a speed oven. And so it'll, you know, there's two different versions. You can get a smaller one, which I have because, again, I don't have all the room in the world in my condo. Um, but they have a good 220, like, that's the one you really want, um, where it'll do all these combinations. And it's got, like, predetermined, like, I don't know, over 100 recipes in there. So you could say, like, I need a baked potato, and I don't want to wait two hours to bake a damn potato. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Because we're impatient. <laughs> I need the baked potato right now. Potato. I will wait half an hour. But no like, more. you know, there's different pans in there. It'll tell you what pan to put in there. So you put the metal pan in there. Yeah. And then it uses, you know, you, you. the only other thing it needs to really have in there is, is it needs to be weighted already and it should be able to identify how heavy the potato is. Right. We'll get there. I can weigh my own damn potato. It's fine. Fine. If fine. I have to do one thing. Uh, you put it in there and then, you know, you press baked potato. There's one baked potato. It is this many ounces. Hit go and it'll make it crispy. You know, like you can, and you can adjust it. You can like tweak it. I'm like, I want it a little crispier. So you can add time on that certain element, but it goes through those, all those motions of yeah. using all three technologies at one time. And you can yeah. still, Pop popcorn if you wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's super cool. That's yeah. super cool. So I love that one. Okay. Um, okay. I was going to say the cooling drawer that I men mentioned from Fisher & Pickle, which is, you know, that 30-inch drawer, which can, can convert from a freezer to a fridge. Monogram has the same thing um, in a wine fridge. Mm. <laughs> and I was going to say it can go, you know, you can specify it for white, red, and then it can also turn into a freezer as well. So I'm like, oh, fantastic. Wow. Okay, so that's cool. I like this. Yeah. And are those all standard standard sizes or are they going into Yeah, they're pretty sizes? standard. And then like they come in typically, there's a couple yeah. weird sizes, like 18 inches. But yeah. yeah. Um, we're seeing a lot of the nice 18 inches, which is kind of fun to be able to like pair it with your columns without taking up too much room mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then the other fun one i like is uh fisher and pickle again fisher and pickles is great because they're funny because they're they will up front say they're like we're not like technology strong they're not going to be connected and they're like that's not our focus right now we're focusing on like what it does and i'm yeah. like okay i can respect that yep, totally okay. yep. one thing okay i was like that's fine just 
you work on that and technology can come later. Yeah. Um, but they've got this, uh, they've got their column fridge freezers or I'll talk about the freezer. Cause I think the freezer is the cooler part is it's a column freezer. It comes in a few depths or widths. And then, um, uh, they have different sections within it. So then you could say, I, they have like, <laughs> I can't remember the term, of course, because I'm going off the top of my head, but it is a ice cream ready. So like the perfect temperature to keep your ice cream at so it doesn't these get too hard. Yeah. Yeah. These things are really important in my They're world. Yeah, I'm important. leaning in. <laughs> She's like, I want it. <laughs> Tell me about this. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. So I, I was like, uh, Yeah. My husband eats a lot of ice cream and yeah. I know plenty of people that love ice cream that would be like, yeah, sold. I want that because I'm tired of this crappy ice cream because yeah. I don't want it at the same temperature as necessarily like my deep frozen ham. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, just think of all the silverware that homes will, will have saved from right. the the, the bin? I, I, yeah, right. Because I, I'm not saying that it happens in my house, but yeah. you know, we've got several lovely ice cream scoops, and they work fabulously. But apparently, not as well as the soup spoons, the big just, spoons, and then they, it's, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so, like the perfect temperature ice cream, I think is it's such a you know it. I laugh because I am technically a millennial. I don't necessarily. I'm on the like the old age millennial, so I have a little yes. bit of a different perspective. But some of this nerd stuff, I'm like. Yeah, it's so, you know, first world problem. I love it. Right. <laughs> right. Well, you know what the the funny one that that to me it just it makes perfectly good sense, but to so many people that I've talked to about it, it's sort of like, but why would you want that? And it's what, you know, why do you want a, a TV screen or a camera on your stove and and a TV screen on the It's like, oh, you don't want that? No, you don't really want that. <laughs> Because you know, why not? <laughs> I mean, you know, and just uh, being able to kind of share the experience, but then also, you know, it's like if I just want to watch some news really quick or just, you know, check it on Instagram. Let's be stuff. honest. Let's watch some crap <laughs> TV. <in this. laughs> Maybe binge something that I don't have time otherwise oh, in my day. <laughs> check <laughs> in on Chip and Joanna. <laughs> exactly. Don't get inspired by Rachel Ray, okay? Right. <laughs> Right. I want to say delish. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I think at the ultimately, like, even though they're these funny little gizmo things, I was like, you're getting at this point where you can use it for more than one thing. Yeah. And if I can get rid of an appliance in a kitchen, I know that sounds really bad. Like I'm, I'm an efficient person. And yeah. so someone that wants two ovens, I try to always suggest, you know, using something that is a combination oven microwave so, so they can get rid of like one of those things because it's always seems like the one thing that people want is storage and yeah. like, I need storage and I mean I'm short so I don't want to have to always push it up to the top yeah even though yes you're gaining more storage as you go all the way to the ceiling with cabinets now but the bigger thing is I need access to it right um, and so again if I can if I can gain some storage by pairing up or, you know, as we get into a more urban living, mm-hmm. I'm a perfect example of that. I love living in a small space. I don't, I've done like the big house thing and I don't, I don't know if I could go back to it. Yeah. yeah. Same I don't want to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't miss having a yard. I'm totally, I have, I have parks nearby, you know, so I'm, 
I drank the Kool-Aid on the urban living and I love that compact living lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and so if I can, you know, pair up my appliances, I think it, it makes life so much easier for so many people on so many levels. Yeah. Yeah. Just and I'm definitely seeing that, you know, sort of that trend being um, celebrated and promoted all over the place and definitely at the kitchen and bath show. Saw yeah. a lot of that. It was really, you know, again, kind of that outsider in view was, I was really amazed at the smaller footprint that was being shown and not just to save real estate or, or save booth space, yeah. um, but that's a thing. Um, and, I, and I really was quite surprised by that. In fact, one of the integrators that I was walking, uh, AB integrators I was walking the show floor with one day, we went into the Thermidor Gaganau Bosch and, and they immediately went to this one corner and it was, I mean, I, it was such a compact space and it had, but it had the induction top, it had convection, it had a, the espresso machine, and I think two columns or something. And it, and it was like, you know, six, ten feet wide, maybe something like that. And it was just like, just to think of how functional a space can be and how much you can, you really can squeeze into it and yet still it be totally functional and not have it feel like a squeeze. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's pretty cool. And, yeah. you know, definitely, you know, kind of that, that smaller sizing trend that, that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what else, what, what, um, what other kind of trends or, or kind of things from your clients are you seeing being asked for more often now? Um, I mean, definitely, thankfully we're seeing some color. We talked Yay. about color. I was like, yeah, yeah. my clients want some color. And, um, it's something that we've, I'm just, I don't do well with like the white on white. You know, it reminds me of the whole, we went through like the white craze of like the four by four white tile. And I'm like, didn't we learn? (laughs) (laughs) It ripped so much of that out. Um, So I'm excited to see color come back into play. And and not only just in like an accent, you know, we see it in appliances. We see it in backsplashes. We're seeing it in cabinetry. Um, we're seeing it in all areas of the, the home. You know, we're seeing people paint colors in their living. It's no longer this grayish color, as we used to call it, this totally benign feeling of a space, mm-hmm. which was safe. Um, and I think it served its purposes. People were, we, we saw this very safe coloring when we saw the market crash. Am I right? And so yeah. people were like, okay, well, what's the safest way that I can, you know, regain money? on reselling my house. And I think that really stems from that. And we're definitely in a market now where people are like, okay, well, I want more custom. I want more. I want this to feel like my space. And I've gotten more clients recently that are like, we're staying in this house. We love this house. We're investing in this house. We've almost paid it off or we paid it off, you know, either way. And now we want to enjoy it. Yeah. And so we're seeing a completely different perspective of how we design. And, and I feel like most of my clients are also taking a lot of ownership in that, Mm -hmm. Um, which they've done their research. They know what they like. They know what they want the feel of it to be. And they're able to help articulate some of that a little bit better than they used to be where it was, you know, before it used to feel like, um, what do I want? Or, you know, like I want what my neighbor has. I don't, I don't hear that as much. You know, they're like, I like the feel. I'm glad that like my neighbor got this remodel, but I would like to do this differently. And they're able to like be educated more on that. Um, And it doesn't scare me as a designer. Like that stuff is intriguing. It means that they're taking, again, they're taking ownership and they want to be part of the process. And I love when clients are part of the process. Yeah. Yeah. It just helps again, when we tie into that whole technology side of things, like we they're taking that ownership of like, I need this because, 
And there's plenty of fun party tricks out there. <laughs> we like to call them. Yeah, we were talking about some of those on another show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool tech, technology things that you only pull out once or twice just to show your friends, yeah. amaze them, impress them, or perhaps just uh, get everyone laughing. Yeah. But as far as day-to-day useful living and functional sort of meaningful inter- interaction, not so much. Not so, so much. But not so much. You know, so what, are just... some of the, what are some of the more kind of meaningful technology things mm-hmm. that um, – uh, kind of going back to, to that project, but you know, what was on that list or, you know, what were some of the things that were important to them or um, other clients? Yeah. So, um, I mean, one of the things was, you know, again, lighting, he said, and, and he wanted to make it, he's like, I don't, I just want to clean it up. And so we went with a Lutron system that really cleans up all of, um, again, makes the, the systems of lighting very meaningful. And we're taking a lot of what we always called wall acne off. You know, there's like a million switches everywhere. Nobody knows which one goes. And now these are all have a little laser cut of, you know, like kitchen lighting or under cabinet lighting. And it says it right there, but it's not in like, I had to print out a label and stick it on, you know, it's very clean and very nice. Um, And again, well thought out, you know, the thought of, you know, like I come into the kitchen turned off or, you know, like I come into the kitchen and it's already, everything's already on because we've, um, they live in the country. So this works. It's still not perfect everywhere, but they, we're doing the geofencing. So yeah. at, you know, three in the morning when my anesthesiologist client comes home after being on call, you know, the lights come on in the garage when he hits a certain barrier and they, there's a tracking light that goes from the garage to his bedroom, which is on that main level. And once he gets to that main level, he can hit all off and everything that he's turned on when he hit that geofence line is now off. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he can go to bed so, and it's like, he doesn't have to do the whole hunting for each one of the lights. Yeah. Um, so just like yeah. simple things like that, that I honestly, I would not have, I mean, like I think about that stuff, obviously I think about, but the technology has changed that I didn't, I didn't realize how clean we can make it and how smart we can make that. Just that simple task of, you know, literally we got down to these details of like, when I come home at this time, I don't want to open up everyone, you know, like, I don't want to wake everyone up. I just want to get into my home and go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and the idea of, you know, he loves, we created this space where we, we did a bump out um, that just got framed in. We're still, we're in the middle of it, honestly. They're, they haven't finished up. So we're like, I'm still waiting yeah. for like the whole shabam when yeah. it's all done. Um, but they just framed out like this little bump out nook. And I think that was one of the first conversations we had on this space is that his wife, you know, um, she wanted to talk about, she, she kept talking about, I want this space in the morning so I can go have my coffee and I can read the paper or I can read my book and just be surrounded by light and just have this great feeling and just feel warm because I'm affected by, you know, the seasonal Seasonal. changes. And so, you know, again, light was this huge issue and just opening it up. But then we, you know, ideas like this, we can create this morning scene for her when she comes in where we open the shades a certain level so that, you know, depending on the time of the year, it's blocking the glaring light. Um, but it's also, you know, lighting up the space to get to the coffee machine to turn everything on and get ready. Um, but it feels warm and comforting for her. And so we're excited to be able to create that kind of a, a specific scene for her. So, um, 
those things get exciting to me because they can really start to imagine themselves in their spaces before they're even finished. And they're like imagining what that could feel like and how do we create that? So I, I get, yeah. you know, chills yeah. kind of thinking about how much they're interacting with the space like that. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. And that, you know, you mentioned, mentioned meaningful lighting and, you know, when you were sharing her story, you know, like it, I, now I want to go see her when in her new space right. when they get all settled in. Like I just want to see how much she enjoys that, you know. Um, which is, you know, I say that jokingly, but I mean that's sort of the come emotional. on down. They're gonna have a party. <laughs> <laughs> they've already they've just informed me. It might be a little it. creepy if I'm, you know, looking from the outside in, going, "Oh, you look very happy drinking yeah. your coffee." I'm so happy you're happy. Uh, no, but you know, it's. I mean, we all we love you know on our side of the fence. We, you know, it's like we live and breathe technology, and to us, every aspect of it is meaningful. And and a lot of times it's you know I find you get frustrated. It's like what do you mean you don't? It's cool you no no oh, okay, you know. Yeah. But when you start coming down to this level where it really is you know like you said just it, that you were that how clean you can make it and how how simple it, it can be to 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 make a meaningful environment happen, mm-hmm. you know. And whatever that space is, it's all you know it's so very personal. Um, but technology really has a unique way of being able to accommodate individual needs. It, unlike any 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 other, so you know it's kind of like you can love technology or hate it, but allow a little bit of it into your life. And I think you know there's there's a lot that can be done to even you know just simplify things and eliminate some of those common frustrations out of your life. You know, like coming home late at night and you know just <laughs> not being able to see, making a ton of noise, waking up the dog who then wants to go outside. You know, there and you know it's like that that trigger is, is you know it can it can it can create just an environment that you never wanted in the first place, you know, just a little technology in there could have helped. (laughs) So, yeah. yeah. So like, I didn't know anything about this whole geofencing. I was like, geo what? (laughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Is that like where you hunt for things at a certain location? They're like, that's geocaching. Close. It's a little different. (laughs) And I understand, you know, like I was like, once they told me about it, I'm like, that is awesome. Why are we not doing more? And I was like, oh, okay, get why we're not doing more. Yeah. It works for them because they do live in the country a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're not surrounded by a bunch of buildings with Wi-Fi and all this stuff to have yeah. it bounce off terribly. So, uh, again, that conversation of like, once that all gets a little bit more perfected and like a little bit more accurate, it makes yeah. more sense everywhere. But. I think it's fascinating. Um, it, is. <laughs> it is. And even that technology is advancing so, so rapidly. I mean, oh, you know, yeah. so now you start looking at near field communication and just being, you know, proximity type sensors. Mm-hmm. Um, at a show earlier this year in, in Europe, there was a booth that was showing um, access controls and electronic access controls. And the video that was looping showed, you know, it's, we've all been there where you've got you know, your magnetic key card, even just like for the hotel. And it's like, hey, great, just tap it to the door. Okay, that's cool. But I've got two lattes. I've got a bagel. I've got my briefcase and a purse. And all I have to do is tap the damn door, but I can't quite get to it. Yep. So, you know, their whole thing is embedded sensors in, in the body, which is, you know, mm-hmm. that's going to freak people out too. But, you know, oh, if yeah. got, you have it in the back of your hand, for instance, mm-hmm. and just being in yeah. that near field will give you access to that door. You know, that's for for able bodied people, that's awesome. But imagine what it does for, for those with, with um, limitations or, you know, disabilities or injuries or, you know, like all of a sudden, how much more simple can their lives be and, you know, eliminate those frustrations? Right. You know, and again, it's like, you know, it's so it's just it's there's so many ways that that um, technology yeah. can be harnessed to, to really make it. Um, yeah, make the home life better, you know. So, yeah. so I'm so excited how how much you're um, this is becoming you know part of your part of your oh, world. I know. I'm like, hey, <laughs> Ariel, 
Uh, I could sing that song every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> we won't do it. We won't. No. I mean, it's Sunday. Cry. Feel free, but. <laughs> we'll make anyone cry. Yeah. We'll do a singing show another day. Yeah. yeah. That's another time, another day, and a few more drinks. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Something other than tea and lattes. Yeah. I know. Yeah. 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 Um, maybe last night we had a lot of rakia. <laughs> Well, it was a wedding. It should it be was a wedding. Yes. <laughs> um, oh. No, but I mean, yeah, I think one of the coolest things to think about, you know, when we think of technology, we think of all this gimmicky stuff automatically. But if you if you start looking deeper into the meanings behind these things, it's um, it's understanding that you know your ultimate goal is is it not to like be able to live in your home as independently as possible. Um, and whether that's, you know, because you're, I don't know, you need to just make sure that someone's sort of monitoring you because you have dementia or whatever. Um, I mean, so much of that is really getting to that point of, of safe living. Um, and I'm excited to see that, you know, when you take into some safety that you're going to, I guess you kind of like lose a little bit of privacy, but at the same time, that little bit of privacy could be a lot more privacy if you didn't have it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's give and take. Um, But I think it's fascinating, you know, like as we get into, you know, um, huge projects where they're, they're looking at it at that larger level on the more specific level, those, those projects down in Florida, uh, like the Siemens projects where they're, you know, there's yeah. a whole community where yeah. everybody, you know, it's, it's an elderly living complex and everyone's monitored through specific housing, um, but they're able to live independently. Yep. Their families are able to, you know, check in on them. All that can be done at home eventually one day. They're just looking at a different level. It's a different yeah. scale currently. Um, but that scale will scale down and we'll be able to do a lot of that at home. And I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, it's, um, you know, it comes down to sensors, you know, mm-hmm. and there's sort of the sensorization of our lifestyle, but, um, you know, I, it, and I'll admit, I, I wasn't a real big fan of kind of that whole notion, um, years ago, even though, you know, I work in tech and, and love it, but it was just sort of like, yeah, you know, there's, there's a line there, you know, and it's, but, you know, like you said, you know, it's like give and take. And, um, you know, I think the, the give is, um, pretty minimal for, for what you get. So, or give and, give and get, but. So, so I'm yeah. excited to see where those things go. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And there's so, I mean, I think there's so many pockets where there's um, so much to grow. It's exciting to see. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially as I see how my clients interact with technology, there's so many things I'm like, you could just take full advantage of some of this stuff and nerd yeah. out on it. I think yeah. some of the stuff, um, these clients that we're working with, also, before I even started, they were like, well, we're going to get solar panels. And I was like, oh, cool. That sounds neat. Um, and they went with the Tesla system. And, and I was like, well, that's fancy. That's yeah. Cool. I was like, I don't know. But to see my client, who's so excited about the solar system, <laughs> the solar panel system that he brought in, he goes, look at how much energy I'm saving. <laughs> and it's I'm like, right pop of his imagine hands, right? if you as like a technology company were buying in with the kitchen and bath industry. And I'm like, what if you were doing that on like, look at how much water I'm saving. Yeah. Yeah. People, 
I don't, they love numbers. They yep. love stupid stuff like that. And it's, it's exciting for them. It was just like, you know, when, when Priuses came out and you could see like, look at how much, you know, like, yeah. you know, much yeah. mild per gallon I'm getting. Yeah. People Fitbit. get excited about those things. And I yeah. don't think that people are, companies are not taking full advantage of that the way they should be. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so, you know, I was like, it's cool. I was like, you can make that. I mean, we could go on and on about this because oh, of course, of a course, whole platform that you could take with that. And be like, <laughs> I take that and I take my credits and I take them to Amazon and then I buy this other crap. You know, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, there's that. I mean, that that conversation's out there. So it's uh, yeah. I think we're going to see big advancements. I mean, I know we're going to see big advancements. It's yeah. going to be interesting to see how you know sort of how they get adopted and um, particularly in your world. So you know, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm I, I'm so happy that we met and, uh, yeah. and you know, this kind of checking in on, on projects that you've got going and it's, yeah. uh, it's really, it's just fascinating, but, but uh, you know, I, again, thank you for taking the time out of your day in your life to, yeah. to share your, your world with I me. I get but. excited about that. So yeah. I'm happy to do that. And I think, you know, again, that whole talking it out with anything, because I know there's so many designers out there that are like, oh, where do I start? I don't know if I'm really ready to take that on. I'm like, you have to. It's it's an embrace it sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it's just embracing it with grace and embracing it with the, the knowledge that you need to continue learning with it. It's evolving. Um, so. Yeah. So so that's there's there's your advice. There's your PSA, right? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, Molly, once again, thanks for taking the time and, and sharing a little bit of your world and um, with, with me and my guests. And uh, I, I let you it's Sunday morning as we're recording. So who knows what day of the week or, or time time it is when uh, you're actually watching this. But uh, it's it's been a fabulous Sunday morning. But let's get on with our weekend, shall we? <laughs> All right. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, once again, and if anybody wanted to reach out, um, contact you, where would they find you? Um, Instagram or obviously my website, everything is all branded the same. It's Molly N Switzer, um, Molly N Switzer.com at Molly N Switzer. Kept it real simple. <laughs> Grab the brand from the beginning. Good call. Yeah, I was all like, I know my name. I can figure that out. <laughs> good. You good. can spell my name. You can find me. It's like Switzerland with no land. <laughs> no land. All right. Well, Molly and Switzer, Molly and Switzer Designs, thank you so much once again. Appreciate your time. You. Enjoy uh, incorporating more tech into your projects and we'll catch up with you soon. Sounds great. Have a great cool. one. Yep. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that's a wrap for today's show. But if you'd like to stay up to speed on future episodes, you can follow Connecting T&D on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also subscribe to Connecting Tech and Design on Podbean or wherever else you consume your podcast content. As always, thanks for listening.